Hey there, I'm Kay Bess, and I play Persephone Brimstone in Agents of Mayhem. You're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. You are. That was, that was kind of awkward. Hey guys, this is Kritzia Bajos, and I'm here with Sean on the Horribly Awkward Podcast. He's not that awkward. This is Michael Ray Bauer. I'm a 90s star, but basically I'm a star. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. And it's actually pretty horribly awkward. Hey, this is Hannah Tell, the voice of Max in Life is Strange. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. It's so awkward. a very special horribly awkward episode as always i am sean today we're going to do a review of yoku's island express so i today i got scotty Lindsay over here scotty Lindsay, i've never introduced you to scotty Lindsay, but scott clark from the gaming <laughs> outsider what's up scott what's up man how you doing man good dude good i yeah. said man twice yep what's up man 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 what's up man yeah so um i just thought i'd do a i don't have a podcast for this week so i thought i'd do a quick review on this game that me and Scott just both played and, and finished the other day, so I thought it'd be a perfect time to do this. It's called Yoku's Island Express. Can we talk about how horribly that na- that game is named? Yoku's Island... Yeah, but you know what? The thing is, like, yeah, when somebody says that name, it doesn't make sense, right? It's yeah. After you've played it, it's a great title. But if the purpose of a title is to get you to play the game, it's a horrible title. <laughs> What's up, Villa Gorilla? A Villa Gorilla game. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to gush about this game like crazy here in I just know, a minute. I love it. But I, love but it. I, I, I do not like the title. I'm sorry. I hope you listen. It's, it's hard for me to sell that game to someone <laughs> and say, dude, you got to play this game. I can't wait till you play it. What is it called? Yoku's Island Express? What? The Yoku's no, dude, Island works though, right? I think it's Maybe ex- just Yoku's Island? The Express is what throws me off. Yeah. What's up, guys? What's up, Villa Gorilla? <laughs> So, anyways, this guys, this this game right here is on. It's on Nintendo Switch, PC, PlayStation Four, Xbox One. It's basically on everything besides phones, and it came out May 29th, so just uh, less than a month ago. Um, it's developed by Villa Gorilla, who is a sweet. That's a great name for a developer, by the that way. That is a great name and a great logo and a uh, logo, and I love when it opens up and it's like a Villa Gorilla game. And yep, the, that is pretty cool. The music is is fantastic in this game. Um, there are Stockholm. A based indie indie game developer, so from Sweden. So yeah, nice. and it's published by Team Seventeen. And yeah, I actually met some reps from Team Seventeen when I was at E3 last week. I oh, saw four nice. of their games. Yeah. Which what games did you see? Uh, let's see. You're gonna come put me on the spot here. I saw a game called Mugsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a game called um, I can't remember the other Overwatch names now. Two? Overwatch 2 is not one of them, no. Okay, but I mean not Overwatch 2, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Overcooked 2. Oh, they actually, they do that, but uh, I had already played that at the Nintendo booth, so I didn't uh, do it a second time. Mm-hmm. I, I was already sold on that game. Overcooked is such a fun game. 
Yeah, I mean, I look, looking at all their games, they're all colorful, just like Yoku's. They're very colorful, and and they put a smile on your face. Uh, like, you know, Overcooked and Worms and Ukulele. All these games are just like, they're colorful, man. They make me, when I'm playing, when I played Yoku's Express, Island Express, this is going to confuse me. It's going to trip me up. <laughs> I mean, dude, the music in it is so good at some points. I'm just like, I would just chill and listen to it. It's like, mm bop, mm mm bop. There, there's there's parts of it where it, it felt very Lion King, where they got like the background yeah, voices yeah. doing the doing <laughs> the I don't know. It's really good music. Yeah, it's a it's great music, man. So um, in this game, you play as a dung beetle. <laughs> well, first first and only game where you play as a dung beetle. I think. First, yeah, it might, it might be. I think I heard before the the. The ball looked more dung-like a long time ago, but they kind of changed it up. This is what I heard on a, on another podcast a couple <laughs> so weeks ago. Rolling a big ball of poop. That would be pretty awesome. But anyway, there, there is mentions of poop in this game. You have to collect bad guano at one point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The guano stuff. Yeah. And what? Because remember, the one pile wasn't fresh enough, so you had to go like disturb the bat to make him poop again so you could pick it up. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's that's funny, man. There's a lot, of, a lot of cool stuff. So you're playing as a little dung beetle, and you go to this the this beach on an island called Makumana? Makumana? Makumana, sure. Makumana? Yeah, something like, like that. I say Makimama, but Makimana. Ma- yeah, not your mama. Not the mama. <laughs> Anyways, I'm you, the baby. Not the, the mama. <laughs> you're there to be, you're you're there to be like the new postman, so you're just delivering mail and all this stuff. And there's like a, the ancient island god is, is asleep or trapped in restless sleep and the islanders are plagued with storms and um, quakes, stuff like that. Again, so, up to this point, we are not selling this game. Like on paper, this game should not work. Okay, like, now, just, okay, yes, you're you're right. Me explaining all this sounds dumb because I'm terrible at explaining things. Scott, no, 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 let's no, no, tell, I'm not let's tell you. people why. Let's explain it to in a, in a way that makes everybody want to play this game because I okay. this game was really good. It is fantastic. Let me ask you a question, Sean. Do you like Metroidvanias? I do. Like Ori in the Blind Forest, or mm-hmm. uh, like, I can't—I mean, Metroid, Castlevania, those kinds of games. Yeah. Do you like pinball? Sometimes, if it's done Sometimes. well. Yeah, I would if love it. Well. Pinball is like an RPG sort of like. Okay, well, <laughs> funny you say that. This game combines Metroidvania and pinball mechanics into one game, and it, that should not work, but it completely does. I, if if I told you like, hey, we're gonna play a Metroidvania, but your character can't jump. That sounds like the worst idea on the planet. Do you ever catch yourself playing this game and like actually trying to jump just out of habit? I did. You, I did. Yes. And like you got this little like blower, like this like a uh, party, party yeah. favor <laughs> blower. That, and I, I find myself constantly blowing that thing because I'm trying to jump. It took me forever to get used to not being able to jump. So it, it works like a Metroidvania in that it's a two dimensional map, and you're going from you basically are, are giving all these tasks that you have to do things. And you get from point A to point B. But the way you, that you get from point A to point B is by pushing this. Your dung beetle is pushing along this. Uh, I, I can't know what they call it. A bauble. B-A-U-B-L-E. It, it's basically like a pearl or a small stone. And he's pushing it around. And the little caverns to get from place to place are little pinball things. There are conveniently placed flippers and bumpers and, and just pads. And it's just, it's just a delight to play. That's the game I use to describe this game as delightful. 
It really is. Yeah, delightful. Beautiful, colorful, hand-drawn, like 2D art. It's mm-hmm. To me, I, it this is like Ori in the Pinball Forest, right? Wow. That's like – I. Man, can I can I use that when I write my review? Yes, because that's I mean that's I just felt like I was playing Ori the entire entire time, kind of. But it was I'm a, stealing it's, that. It's a pinball game, man. It's like I'm not good at pinball. I'm not a big fan of pinball. But in this game, it's it's really fun, and you have to be kind of good. Like you have to time your shots, and you have to like actually play pinball at some parts. Like you're, you're but having, but to it's like, also not brutally difficult. I don't feel like you have to no, be really no, good. No, no, no. You could be, you could be sloppy because if you, if your ball, technically, if you're playing, if you're playing pinball and your ball falls between the flippers, you're basically shit out of luck, right? And this right. one, it falls through these thorns, and you just lose a couple of these fruit things that you easily get, and then you're right back at it. So it's not very punishing. Like you don't die. Is there any? Death? Did you ever? Did you ever actually? Like I had it happen where I fell through the the thorns a couple times, and all of a sudden it took me to another screen. Where there was like these sad-looking characters, and then a, a number counted up by one. Yes, that ha- yeah, that happened. I think it happened like twice to me, but when I did it, it counted to number ten. So I was really confused <laughs> as to what was what, what was going on there. There was no explanation to that whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Now that you bring that up, that did happen. Hmm. So I don't really know if you die or what that counter is, but there was something there. And like you said, the penalty is you just lose this fruit, which acts as your currency. Uh-huh. And that's another brilliant part of this game is you can't access everything right away. There are these little uh, flippers that have to be unlocked that you you spend the uh, fruit to open up this new flipper to allow you to get to different areas. So I, I thought that was really cool, too. Yeah, that's very cool. The only thing, the thing, that, the only thing that I found frustrating with this game is that like you look at the map, and since it's a it's a big pinball table basically, and you see someone you see the icon way down the right, right? It doesn't sh- it's all clouded out because if you haven't been to an area, it doesn't show you how to get there. You have to figure yeah. out how to get there. So sometimes you get a little stuck playing because it doesn't show tell you how to get there. You have to kind of figure it out, and you're like, ah, oh, you're just looking at the map, and I'm like, I'm I got a little frustrated, I got a little stuck at at a couple parts, I didn't know how to get there, but then eventually you slowly get there, and then you're like, it just feels good. You're like, yeah, I figured something out without without a dotted line pointing me how to get there. Right, I'm I'm with you actually. That that is the one outside of the title. That's the one complaint I had with this game is that I got frustrated. I could see where I had to go. But there was always one little dumb thing that I just missed because I'm an idiot that that should have stuck out like a sore thumb and it just didn't to me for some reason. I almost wish that this game, and I said this on on uh, my review on my podcast, which you can find at thegamingoutsider.com, mm. th- that uh, I-, I wish that this game were a linear experience. Or, I, or we, I wish the next one would be like a linear experience where you just go through levels and because they do a really good job of creating these pinball tables that... It takes you a minute to figure out what to do, but once you do figure out what to do, oh, okay, now I got to do that, and then you just kind of work your way through. I just, I, I love it. And Sean, if you like this, I would recommend actually getting into some, some hardcore pinball stuff because the, they use real pinball mechanics in this. Yes, yeah. Like, I mean, you've got the drains, you've got the little lights that you have to light up. You've got, did did you see the little dials on the on the left and right hand side that would kind of cycle through? Yeah, I didn't understand that. So that's actually a pinball mechanic because those those would rotate every time you hit the flippers. And, and every time you, it spins, it, it would expose one of the lights. And if the ball hits that thing, when that light is exposed, it lights that one up. Then you have to rotate it to the next one and light that one up and rotate it to the next one and light that one up. 
they do that in real pinball tables. So like, except it's just the drains on the le- on the left and right hand side. You flip the flippers, and it'll like actually turn those lights on and off. So when a ball is coming towards one of those drains, you quickly tap it so that it's unlit, so that when the ball goes through it, it is lit. And then you get bonuses and extra points and extra balls and uh, all that kind of stuff. It's it's just really clever how they use real pinball mechanics from a real pinball table in a Metroidvania. It's it's outstanding. Yeah, you could tell that you know Villa Gorilla, whoever the, the guys behind this game, they they love 2D like side-scrolling 2D Metroidvania games, but they have to actually. They you could tell they have a passion for pinball as well because. The pinball is like, yeah, it's it's actual pinball. When I heard about this at first, I thought maybe, oh, there's a couple flippers that might bounce you around from side to side. No, I mean, the, the pin, when you're playing, when you get into like a little pinball area, like you feel like you're playing pinball. Like there's some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. There's pin, there's like boss fights, but you're playing pinball. Really, really creative. It's very creative. If you, did you ever play like Sonic Spinball back in on the Sega Genesis? Days? I, I don't think so, but I, I've heard somebody compare this sort of to it. Yeah, Sonic Spinball was obviously came out when when Sonic was just in his prime really on the on the Sega Genesis and it was a it wasn't a Metroidvania or anything like that but it was various levels that were like a giant pinball table that you just kind of worked your way up and then you go to the next table and and so forth but the cool thing about that game was when you would get into certain areas and and Sonic when he would be in his ball form and go around like just the different you know loops and tunnels and everything like that it felt awesome you get those same moments in this where you, you know like the, like the different tunnels that do loops or up and down squiggly lines and it just it just there's something yeah. satisfying about watching uh Yoku in this in this ball of this bobble thing go through even though you're not controlling it but you made it happen by getting it into this little section from a pinball table and then you're rewarded by watching this just satisfying movement i don't know yeah, I and, then, it was really and cool. then once the ball stops you're like pushing it around you ever like get at the point where you get the ball to stop in the middle of like a table area and you're just like sitting on the flipper you're holding the ball <laughs> you're just like sitting there holding the ball for not rolling you're just in those areas and then you can flip from there mm-hmm. yeah, that's actually that's actually a strategy in oh, real pinball it's called a, it's it's called a capture but you can't stop the ball without the flipper being up so that's what I'm no saying. not without the flipper being up that's what i'm saying though you can like with the flipper being down you can stop the ball and like Hold it. Oh, on different platforms and so, okay, yeah. On, I see in what you're in this now. game, like you with the little dung beetle guy. Little gotcha, Yoku. gotcha. Yoku, Yoku. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really, really enjoyed this game, and it, it, it it's only twenty bucks. It's perfect price for this game. Um, me and Scott both played it on on Xbox, but this game would be perfect on the Switch. It would be. This is a great pick up and play game because you can just knock out a, a little bit here and there. I feel like. The handles, the the, the uh, bumpers on a switch are just perfect for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't recommend this game enough. I I know everybody's going through the summer drought right now or whatever, but between this and and Moonlighter and some other games I've been playing, I am just happy as a clam in my summer right now. This this and this game might be at the top of that list. It's fantastic. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, when I when I saw this, I'm like, Scott, dude, have you played Yoku's? Like, what is that? I'm like, dude. Metroidvania pinball. <laughs> it's really funny because you told me about it, and I went, "Dude, no, there's no way." And I kind of balked at it, but you talked me into it, and I'm so glad I did. I actually brought you up on my podcast. I said I wasn't going to play this game until Sean from Horribly Awkward told me that I needed to, and so I did. 
And now it's one of my favorite games of the summer. So thank you for recommending it because I, I, I adore this game. I really do. Yeah, yeah. Orient the pinball for us, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm totally stealing that from my review. Yeah, so um, yeah, I had a really good time with this. And uh, so I'm looking forward to it. Because as far as when I looked on their website, it looked like Villa Gorilla. That's the only thing they have under their belt that I saw. So Wow, that's a, um, that's a great debut game right there. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to like what they got next. I mean, it's really man. I just I would sit there and just let the music play for a while sometimes, and I just, it just it just made me happy. It's fun to play a game that makes you happy, and most yeah. ga- most games are dark and grim and like murder. Let's cut people up, and you know that stuff's fun. I love it too. But sometimes you just <laughs> want something to perk you up, and this yeah. this kind of does it. But you might get a little frustrated at parts, but it's cool. I mean, that's that's the fun of a Metroidvania when you get stuck. You I know? told you, man, it's delightful. It's delightful. So big shout out to uh, Villa Gorilla and Team Seventeen. Big yes, very much so. Please make more because this. E- even if you do make it a Metroidvania, I will definitely play it. Yoku's Island Express Two, make it make the world bigger, better. I love it. Keep this stuff coming because it's fantastic. Okay, Scott. So out of a five star rating, what would you give this game? You can only do half stars. Man, it's really close to five, but I'm thinking I'm gonna go four and a half. I'm gonna go four and a half too. So that makes us. No, solid. you still only have stars. Four and a half two is not. Four. A I'm half gonna star. go four and a half also. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's really close. It's it's. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't recommend in this game. The, the slight frustrations are, are the only thing that I could say. It would. I it would be. It would probably be a little higher than four and a half if I could. But since you only let me do half stars. <laughs> I know because it gets tricky, and you're like, I want to do four and three quarters. Like, no. Nope. Yeah. You got you got to you got to make a choice. You got to make a hard choice. But you know, I just said I, I can't recommend this game. I got, and, you, and then I uh, didn't finish this sentence. I can't recommend this game enough. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I can't recommend this game. So Scott, dude, where can everyone find you, man? Big shout to um, the Gaming Outsider. Well, my address is no, I'm just kidding. Uh, the Gaming Outsider <laughs> is we've got a website, thegamingoutsider.com. We've got a Twitter handle, which is at thegocast. Our podcast is available on iTunes. Google Play Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify. It's all over the place. You can find it there. We really do appreciate reviews on iTunes and Stitcher if you do get a chance to do that. We've also got a YouTube channel now, officially, youtube.com forward slash The Gaming Outsider. We'd love to uh, – we got a bunch of stuff from E3 on there, actually. So nice. uh, be sure to check us out there. That's right, man. Big shout out to you guys. I, ha- I have not missed – as far as your weekly shows, man, I I don't think I've ever missed one. It's been a, oh, thanks, man. It's been a long time, man. Because I'm I'm a better friend than than you are to me. Wow. Do you today? You're like, do you even do the podcast anymore? I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> 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 yeah, it shows you how much you made that shit. I'm just joking, man. You guys can find today. you guys can find horribly awkward on Twitter at awkward underscore podcast. You can find me on Twitter, my personal account at they call me Imes. If you guys want to play video games uh, on Xbox, PS4, Steam, all that, my gamer tag is they call me Imes. And uh, yeah, find me on the Hush Your Face Network and uh, drop me a voicemail if you want 510 600 3475. Drop me an email if you'd like, horribly awkward podcast at gmail.com. Hey, Scott, man, thank you. This is a good time, man. Hey, thanks for having me, man. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. Ah, and last but not least, there's no such thing as a bad game. Just games that aren't for you. <laughs> you love to make fun of me, don't Go you? Go for it, dude. You say it. It'll sound better <laughs> if you say it. There's no such thing as a bad game. Just games that aren't for you. <laughs> All right, later. <laughs> Peace out, Brussels sprouts. Hey, it's the-
S to the M and the L to the Issa. Slammer cans in the house, so drop your and listen. Pour with glee, backward cock flash. Merrily sock, bird telecast. Destiny doctor downcast. Callously squandered lambast. Heavenly slaughtered broadcast. It's the horribly awkward podcast. That's a horribly awkward show. Hush your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us. Sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www.hushyourface. Uh, www.hushyourface. Uh, www.hushyourface.com. Uh,